Welcome to Coffee and Conversations with Lakeisha. We're glad you've joined us today. Get ready for some kingdom conversation. Now here's your host, Lakeisha M. Johnson. He's in here. So why don't you just touch your neighbor and say, he's in here. He's in the room. He's in the room. He's in the room. He's in the room. Tell somebody he's in my space. Mm, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. You know, it's very seldom that I want to tell Apostle. He usually has to push me out the gate and say it's time. Good morning, good morning. But this week we were praying before the Lord, putting some things before the Lord and as we were praying, I heard the Lord drop a word in Good my morning. spirit. And if you're here today, mm, you're sure. not here on accident. Sure. God Thank wanted you, you to hear this word. today. I don't have any enticing words and I don't have no special manner. Good morning. Hey, how you? Hey, Edie. Good morning. How y'all doing this morning? Welcome, welcome, welcome. How y'all doing? Good morning. Welcome. Good morning. Hey, Rose. Hey, Brit. Hey, Deshauna, my sister. And man, I tell y'all this all the time. If you ain't got no sisters, you better get you some. I got biological and then I got another set of sisters. If you ain't got no sisters, you better get you some sisters. You better get some women that'll pray you through, over, under, stand with you, by you, walk with you in ministry, walk with you in life. You better get you some sisters. You better get you some sisters. You better get you some brothers. You are not created to be on this journey alone. You are not meant to be by yourself. You need somebody that will push push you through with a prayer. When you acting up, when you cutting up, when you're not living life at your best, You need somebody to help groom you and correct you, but you got to be correctable. You got to receive that grooming. You need some sister. You need some praying folks on your team. You need some believing folks on your team. You need some faithful folks on your team. You need some people full of, man, I can shout on that right there. You need some full of people full of faith on your team. Hey, hey, King, how you doing? Um, You need some people full of faith on your team. You need some warriors on your team. You need some people full of strength. So when you're not feeling it and you can't do it and you can't carry it on your own, see, that's what kingdom is about. You need some kingdom folks attached to you, in you, around you, who will help push you towards your vision, who will help push you towards your purpose, who won't let you give up on yourself. That's what you better have around you. If you ain't got them kind of people around you, you need to ask God for a divine appointment, assignment, or an intervention so that you can walk into the fullness of who God called you to be. There are accelerators, people who are placed in your life that will help accelerate your vision, that will help start you, that will help motivate you, that will help groom you, that are a part of your destiny. So if you don't have those sisters, and it ain't just your sisters, I got some brothers on my team. If you don't have kingdom people on your team, you need to throw your whole team away. You need to throw your whole team away. You need to throw your whole team away. You got to have some people with a heart for you and a heart like yours who are sent here to help you accomplish things. We've thought for way too long. We've thought for way too long that we could accomplish and do this thing alone. And God never designed 
kingdom that way. We're studying Paul. Paul had Timothy and other people who were in the gospel with him who were going out preaching. He talked about partnerships. He talked about partnerships, those who were in partnership with him, those that were helping him spread the gospel. you got to have some divine connections. I did a teaching. I don't know why we went there, but it was necessary. I did a teaching on isolation is the trick of the enemy. You got to have some soldiers on your team. You got to have some warriors on your team. You got to have some, I, just even your prophetic intercessors, folks that are behind the scene that ain't got to be out front, that's praying for you, that's uplifting you, that's covering you. So somebody that's saying, girl, get your butt up. Somebody that's saying, this ain't the end of it. Somebody that that won't let you be settled or settle for just anything in your life. You got to have those people connected to you so that you can fulfill this thing and walk out kingdom. It's kingdom, baby. It's kingdom. That's what I'm teaching on today. It's kingdom. We're going to look at the life of Paul and what he was doing. It's kingdom. It's natural for us to be attached, to be interrelated, interconnected, and interdependent upon people we're supposed to be. Somebody else got your money in their hand. Somebody else got your building in their hand. We're supposed to be connected. We're supposed to be connected. That's why Paul said that here. here. He said, um, we were reading that yesterday. He said, every time I think of you, I give thanks of my God. Whenever I pray, I make my request for all of you with joy, for you have been my partners in spreading the good news and Christ from the time you heard until now. And I'm certain that God who began the good work, you got to have partnerships. You got to have some people. You got to have some people connected to you. Come on, bro, bring it to me. You got to have some people connected to you. You cannot do this alone. If you thought you were meant to do this by yourself, you're acting in foolishness. If you prideful, if you can't share your dream, I run into people. Let me tell you something. My whole team got my dream inside of them. My whole team is a bad team of chicks. Do you know why? They had, I got a nurse on my team. I got administrators on my team. I got teachers on my team. My whole team got their dream inside of them. And we moving forth as a team. LMJ Ministries isn't just LMJ. LMJ, my, from my beautician to my staff, my whole team got my dream richly, richly deposited inside of them. Why? Because that's how God meant it. You got to have administrators. You got to have people connected to you. And if you're, bit, if you're so small-minded, come on, Holy Ghost. If you're so small-minded in vision, you won't understand that you need connectors, that you need accelerators. I'm going to write on this, that you need those people so that they can tap into you. There are some of you, your vision won't take off until you connect to the person that's meant to push you and help accelerate you. Those people, and I'm going to be honest with you, those people often make you feel uncomfortable because they're not going to allow you to settle. They're not going to allow you to settle. They're not going to just allow you to be comfortable. They're going to say to you, absolutely not. There is way more in you than this. There is way more in you than this. There is way more in you. There is way more to you to this. I see a book in you. I see a business in you. I see a ministry in you. And then your accelerator, someone who is sent to accelerate you, they are not afraid to share their gift with you because they know without a doubt, they know without a doubt that you're going to push them in their destiny. They're, they're not, they're not going to be insecure. You're accelerate. You ain't got time to be insecure. When it comes to your accelerator on who God is connecting you to, to move into the position in your destiny. 
The reason some of the things that are not happening in your life is because you're not connected to kingdom and you don't understand your connectors and you don't understand your accelerators. And because you don't understand your connectors and you don't understand those that are accelerated, man, you're not moving. You're not moving. That's it. That's it. That's it. That's kingdom. That's kingdom. So I hope that woke somebody up this morning for them to stop being over there isolated, thinking you can do this just yourself. My whole team got my dream. My whole crew, John Gray said, my whole crew know what I've been through. They, they ignited, they connected. No, Paula, they not going to allow you to have a pity party. They not just going to let you live in anything other than excellence. They not going to let you date that dude that ain't good for you. They not going to let you be connected to something that ain't real for you. They just not going to do it. They going to remind you who you are. You've got to have those type of people in your life. And if you're afraid and you're intimidated to connect to those kind of people, then I'm telling you, you're not willing to walk out with God for you. Kingdom is a culture. Kingdom is a culture. Kingdom is a citizen, citizenship, citizenship. Paul was talking about citizenship. He was talking about the kingdom. He was talking about the good news. When Jesus Christ said, repent, the kingdom of God is at hand. He was talking to you about kingdom. He was talking to you about kingdom. He was saying to you, this thing is bigger than anything you've ever imagined. This thing is bigger. This thing is way, way bigger than what the Pharisees, what the Sadducees and what the temple people have been teaching you. This is bigger than what you learned in church. That's why some of y'all feel so drawn to this devotional. It's because it's bigger than us. It's bigger than us. We're starting to now see signs, miracles, and wonders. And the reason we're seeing signs, miracles, and wonders is because we've gotten out outside of ourselves and we realize that this thing is bigger than us. I'm not going to LA because Lakeisha want to go to LA. I'm going to LA because God want to go to LA. God need pillow talk in LA. That's why I refuse to take the glory for anything he's done. I can't take the glory for anything he's done. The miracles, the signs, I'm still getting testimonies in. Somebody called me yesterday and said, by the way, I, my hearing has been restored. She was losing her hearing. She said, by the way, I forgot to tell you, my hearing is restored. Somebody else called me and said, before I saw a video online, I promise you, I was on my way to check out. I was on my way to check out. I didn't want to do this thing called life anymore. I didn't want to be a part of this thing called anymore. I was feeling desperate and destitute and I had no hope. And then God, a video of yours crossed the timeline. That's kingdom, baby. Why? Because she needed kingdom woken up in her so that she could walk into the fullness of what God called you. I was talking to a friend yesterday and we were talking about the devotional and she said something very powerful to me. She said, I am okay. And when she said that it resonated in my spirit, why did you just say you were okay? She said, because I thought if I wasn't living this thing perfect, I wasn't okay. So I'm going to tell you the exact same thing. So I told her you're okay. God is still finishing you. He's still completing you. He's still working everything out in you. Why? Because he's got to bring you to the fullness of kingdom. He's got to bring you to the fullness of kingdom. He's got to bring you to the fullness of your gifts. He's got to bring you to the fullness of the talents. He's got to bring the writer out in you. He's got to bring the teacher. He's got to bring the doctor out in you. He's got to be, he's got to bring, bring it out in you. He's got to develop you. He's got to develop you. He's got to develop you into the fullness. So you are okay. It may not look perfect. It may not look all the way worked out. It may not look like it's supposed to look, but I'm telling you at the day, it's kingdom. 
So all you got to do, I be, we, we talked about this weeks ago, is repent and say that the kingdom of God is at hand. Stop getting so easily offended by people that God sent into your life to help mentor you, to help coach you, to help you bring you through. I got mentors. I got coaches. I got people who speak in my life who are further adding to my development. And it's growing my ministry and it's growing my business and it's growing my consulting. But it's because I remain teachable. And I remember at the end of the day that what I am doing is not for Lakeisha. <laughs> what I am doing is not for Lakeisha. I am doing what I am doing for kingdom. It was good that I was bruised. It was good. Paul said this in this scripture. It was good that I was bruised. It was good that I was bruised. It was good that I hurt. It was good that I I suffered. He said, um, 27, 29, it says, for you have been given not only the privilege of trusting in Christ, we in verse one still, but also the privilege of suffering for him. We are in this struggle together. You have seen my struggle in the past and you know that I am still in the midst of it. It was good I was bruised. It was good I was persecuted. It was good I went through what I went through so that I could come back and show you that in the flesh, I've been there, done that. Now let's overcome, pull your boots up and let's go live this thing out the way that God called us to live out. God is not finished with you. He is not finished with you. You are not a byproduct of this world. You are a product. You are a citizen of kingdom of heaven. You got dual citizenship. Yep, you live in this world, but you are not of this world. And that's got to remain your truth. You got to grasp that today. I am not of this world. I was born into this world for a purpose, but I am not of this world. That's what you got to say to yourself. That's what you got to say to yourself. I was born into this world for a purpose, but I'm not of this world. I get to live the supernatural kingdom lifestyle. Philippians 1 and 27 said, above all, you must live as citizens of heaven, conducting yourselves in a manner worthy of the good news about Christ. Then whether I come and see you again or only hear about you, I will know that you are standing together with one spirit and one purpose, fighting together for the faith, which is the good news. Don't be intimidated in any way. Don't be intimidated in any way by your enemies. This will be a sign to them that they are going to be destroyed. It's been smoke screens. It's been things sent and assigned to you to keep you from walking in the fullness. We've been so caught up in religious culture. We've been missing kingdom, miracles, signs, wonders, Things should be moving around you, connecting. Even if there's an area in your life that has not lined up with, right? There should be other areas beginning to line up. Why that's kingdom, if you believe. Because we know without faith, it's impossible to believe God. If you believe, if you understand this word, the supernatural kingdom that you live in. I was listening to my aunt's podcast, um, Candy Christian Center on Acre, being groomed for greatness. You are being groomed for greatness. You are being prepared for something bigger than you've ever imagined. But because your mindset is on this world and it's not kingdom, you cannot conceive what God is doing for you.
And God is saying you have a limited amount of thinking. You have a limited perception of what this word. And because you ain't got enough word in you to invite your enemy, you continually stay intimidated. You continually revert to natural thought. And the Lord is saying, absolutely not. Paul said, above all, you must live like citizens of heaven, not citizens of this world, citizens of heaven, conducting yourselves in a manner worthy of the good news about Christ. And then he said to him, he said, whether I come to you again or not, this is your attitude, kingdom mindset, kingdom attitude, kingdom thoughts, kingdom women. Normally I take a break. I'm just going to be honest. Normally at the end of the year, I take a break. We take some time off. We come back at the beginning of the year. And the Lord was like, absolutely not absolutely not. We grinding, baby. We moving, baby. We on a road, but we on a road to something. We on a road to redemption. That's king. Kingdom mindset. Don't take breaks unless the Lord tell you, yep, you got to rest. But the kingdom mindset don't take break. Kingdom mindset is always thinking kingdom, always thinking kingdom. Always, I got a word for my team today. Dream out loud. I want them dreaming again. I want them writing again. I want them writing their dreams out again. I want them looking at the vision of the ministry again today, keeping it before them. So that they that read it may run with it. That they that read it that run with it is supernatural. Those are your accelerators. You got to know what this word says about you. You got to know what the truth in this word is. Not doctrine, not religious cults. Not things you got to know what this word says about you so you can walk in the fullness. You got to when your when kingdom is in your heart, your whole language is different. Kingdom has a completely different culture. Kingdom has a completely different culture. Miracle signs and wonders should follow you. Lakeisha should follow you. Paula should follow you. Jess. miracle signs and wonders, not just for the preacher. The miracles. That's not what it is. That's not who it's just meant for. That's not the only person that can get somebody um, healed. It ain't even us doing the healing. It's not us doing the healing. I read this. I read this scripture yesterday. It's Mark 2 and 17. It says, when Jesus heard this, he told them healthy people don't need a doctor. Sick people do. I've come to call not those who think they are righteous, but those who know they are sinners. God has called you to something greater than you greater than you. And even if it seems small to you, it is God calling you to it. I promise you he is. Even if it seems something small, even if it just seems administrative, even if it just seems, God is calling you to something greater to you. That's the kingdom living inside you. That's the kingdom living inside you. That's what God desires for you to do. He's calling you to something greater than you. That ain't just for preachers. That ain't just for teachers. That ain't just for the business. He's calling us to live at a standard than greater than anything around you. Paula, I don't even have a vision board. Book board. Yeah. Bitch, something for that captures your vision. Something where you're writing the story. Something where you're hearing God and writing the things God telling you. You revisit it. You look at the goals, the things, the degrees, the assets that you need to it. Something that puts the vision before you on a continuous. I carry mine in a notebook. The reason that I carry mine in a notebook is because I want to be able to look at it every time I need to look at it. I want to be able to, I'm sorry, look at it the way I need to look at it. The scripture keeps coming up. There it is. 
I want to be able to see it. It's Mark 16, 17, 18. and says, and these signs shall follow them that believe. In my name, they shall cast out devils. They shall speak in new tongues. They shall take up serpents. And if they drink any deadly thing, it shall not hurt them. That's why I don't believe in getting sick. They shall lay hands on the sick and they shall recover. That's a kingdom mindset. You should be walking around expecting people to get healed, feel better in your presence. That's why you don't have time to be distracted and on pettiness. You don't have time to be distracted and on pettiness. You, you don't. You'll miss the opportunity for whoever's supposed to connect to you to connect to you. You'll miss that opportunity because you, you caught up on pettiness or you caught up on things of this world. It's kingdom. It's on kingdom. Kingdom is own culture, its own language, <laughs> its own citizenship. There's a language. There's, there's a privilege to being in Christ. There's a privilege to being in him. And so in this privilege to being in him, you got to understand kingdom. That's what we're going to be talking about next week. That's what we're getting ready to build in. Get ready to talk to you about kingdom. I'm reading a book, Kingdom Principles by Miles Monroe. I've been reading it for a while now, studying it, breaking it down, understanding what kingdom means. We carry dual citizenship. It's kingdom. You got a kingdom inside. You even got part, you got part of the kingdom inside of you. A greatness is dwelling and swelling inside of you, and it wants to come forth. That's what kingdom is. Religion postpones kingdom citizenship. Religion doesn't allow you to understand kingdom citizenship. Re religion won't allow you to see and hear what Paul is saying. Religion thinks you makes you think it's just about church. Religion doesn't help you understand. We the church. We're the church. It, religion has you in this minimal mindset thinking that things are possible to you through you when all things are possible through God. M religion won't let you receive exceedingly abundantly above all that we can ask. Yesterday, one of my friends who pastors a church here said one of my friends that pastors a church here came back and said um, he came back and said um, he posted yesterday. He was like, y'all pray for your pastors. The end of the year was really hard. Had not talked to him, saw his post, sent him a text message and said, the Lord, the Lord told me yesterday in my prayer time for us to intercede and pray for pastors. Exactly what you posted is what the word of God told me. I'm getting confirmation after confirmation when he's talking to me. It's kingdom. It's kingdom. It's kingdom. So you got to understand the kingdom of God is at hand. This is not your religion. This ain't old school preaching. This ain't about all this. This is about kingdom. This is about understanding this. You do not have to postpone what's inside of you because you feel like you ain't worthy enough or you ain't good enough or you ain't got enough talents and gifts. You need to connect to those that you're supposed to be connected to and stop letting fear Letting you have healthy relationships with people who are supposed to help guide you. It's distorted. It's, it's perverse. Y'all supposed to have some good people in your life. If you're a man, you're supposed to have a good woman in your life. If you're a woman, you're supposed to have a good man in your life. And they're out there and they're available. It's some people with some kingdom mindset. It's some people that's going to love you through anything. That ain't going to give up on you. That ain't going to back down. I'm telling you, the testimonies are coming in that kingdom is working. Kingdom is working. Marriages are being restored. Somebody called me the other day and said, my marriage is at the best place it's ever been. 
My husband is so sensitive to me. It wasn't because she abused him. It wasn't because she nagged him. It's because she got in position and she prayed for him. That's kingdom. That's kingdom. That's what kingdom is. That's what kingdom looks like. Kingdom should be restoring. Kingdom should be healing. Kingdom should be moving. Kingdom should be changing. It's not just physically what we see. That's what kingdom is. Well, welcome to Coffee and Conversations. <laughs> I'm Lakeisha Johnson, your host for today. My God, my God, welcome to Coffee and Conversations. I'm Lakeisha Johnson. Your host for today is kingdom, baby. It's kingdom. It's kingdom. I promise you, it's kingdom. We got some kingdom baby t-shirts for sale on the website. Oh, we got some coffee mugs coming too with this kingdom. I'm telling you, I promise you, I promise you, I promise you it's kingdom. You got to understand who you are and what's inside of you. The enemy has had you intimidated in fear and scared. And Paul says here, he says, don't be intimidated in any way by your enemies. If you don't look or feel, that's why we learn to put on the armor. If you don't look and feel intimidated, if you don't act intimidated, then the enemy knows they're not winning. That's why the scripture says resist the devil and he'll flee. If you resist him and don't allow him to have activity in your life and get out of your minimum mindset, you'll see the kingdom become active around you. You'll see the kingdom become active around you. You'll see the kingdom become active around you. I promise you, you will. You'll see the kingdom become active. My God, I guess we're going to pray on this end. We're going to pray on this end. Um, I am just so grateful. I am so grateful for all God is to us and through the word. That's a scratch of the surface of what we about to be in. Don't y'all be afraid of kingdom. Don't let somebody tell you this antichrist. No, this all Christ. This all Christ, this all Christ, this is what Christ was about. This was what Christ wanted to see manifest here on the earth. This was this what it looks like to live at joint as joint heirs, as joint heirs. It's kingdom. I'm going to pray for some things, but I want to encourage you in some things going into the new year as you're praying about your new year. Because we won't be back here until we off Monday. I'll have something for you on the new year. Um, your new year, pray, pray about your vision, pray about things your family are supposed to do, pray about what ministries you need to sow into this year, um, pray about the vision for your household, shut some stuff down and pray those things, pray for clarity, pray for what's supposed to take on and happen in this next season, pray for health, healing and wellness and sound of mind. Pray for those things. Pray before you go into the new year. Don't do this at the first of the year. Do this. Start this today. Consecrate yourself this weekend. Lord, show me what I'm supposed to be connected to. Show me what's in my life that I'm not supposed to be connected to. Give me the vision. What kind of boards, what kind of um, organizations am I supposed to be connected to with? Lord, show me what you want me to do with my money. What ministries am I supposed to be sowing in? Who am I supposed to be partnering with? God will give you all of those things all for the year. And those are the people you, the visions you're supposed to, what am I supposed to be a part of this year? Show me the resources that I need. If you start asking God to show you and invite the Holy Spirit in, he will. A lot of time we'll, we'll rest in a vision, write a vision out, leave that vision there, 
not come back and revisit. And God is trying to make some adjustments to the vision for your life. Pray against haughtiness. Don't become haughty in this next season when you see God moving you. You grow. Don't become haughty in this next season. Don't, 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 mm -mm, don't become haughty. Don't become haughty when he starts blessing you. As a matter of fact, when you start getting what you need, when you start getting what you need, you better intensify your prayer life because the enemy ain't going to be satisfied that you got it. You better press in at a higher level and a higher state. But pray, pray about those people that you're supposed to be connected to. Just don't do anything this year. Just don't be connected to anything this year. Just don't make any old decision this year. Don't do that. Don't, don't, don't let me see no post talking about I'm kicking these people out of my life. Ask the Lord, ask the Lord what to do next. Ask the Lord what to do next. Ask him about this season. Pull your vision back out and ask him about what's next. Some of y'all been sitting on gifts and talents and lying to yourself. And you not pouring those gifts and talents into the people that are around you. Some of y'all supposed to be serving at a different capacity. Servanthood is a part of your ministry and you not serving because people have exploited you before. Well, cool. Get over that. Let's get some healing going on. Get those relationships restored so that you can go back to serving the way that you're supposed to serve. Some of y'all out of position. You're not even in the job that you're supposed to. You need to pray and get wisdom and clarity from God. And he doesn't have to tell anybody else. He will tell you, he will talk to you and say, you know what? That ain't the job for you. I have another job for you. Go on and get out your comfort zone and apply. Some of y'all, he going to tell you, sit absolutely still. <laughs> Stay exactly where you are. Don't change. Don't switch, sit, sit, switch nothing up. I need to groom and grow you right there. So your target for this weekend and this new year, don't just go to church for the sake of going to church. Don't just go to church and say, oh, I'm going to start my new year all right in New Year's service. I'd rather you just spend time before God, praying to God, praying to God, revisiting, revamping what he's told you so that you can walk in clarity. Don't just go get connected to nothing and get hyped up. Let the word hype you up. Be sound, be solid in what God has said to you before. And if you are not hearing anything from God, then what you need to do is go back to the place of what he last said to you and do that and do that excellently. And then he'll start speaking to you about what next. Some of y'all so far out of position, he can't talk to you what's next because you didn't do what he did, told you to do the last time. You didn't sow. You didn't go. <laughs> you weren't moved. I, I, I saw God do something for me the other day. Just the other day, he told me, he said, get up. I need you to do this. I did it. The minute I did it, favor came. <laughs> favor came. Favor produces supernatural increase. Favor causes policies, rules, and regulations to be reversed to your advantage. Favor does. That's what favor does. That's what God's favor does. Favor takes over where you, where you run out. So spend the next couple of days, back up, shut your Facebook down. You don't need a prophetic word from Bird Box. You don't need no prophetic word from Bird Box. You need a prophetic word from God. You don't need no prophetic word from Bird Box. You need a prophetic word from God. Shut your Facebook down. Shut your phone down. Put your phone in another room and just pause and hear what Yahweh has to say to you. Abba, our father is talking consistently. But when you're moving too fast and you're talking too much, you'll miss and hear what he has to say. He has a word for you yourself. 
concerning your household for the next year. If you marry, you and your husband pull away together and pray. Maybe you need to go get a hotel. Maybe you just need to shut off everything in the house, but you and your husband encourage your kids for the vision for them. Encourage your kid for the vision for them. Encourage your kids to get the vision for them. Pray and ask God for the resources to be able to sow and pour into your kids and those around you. Do, do, do we sow if it will leave us in lack? So here's the thing. If he gives seed to the sower, I, 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 we got to talk about that. I sow and I, I my budget, I, I live off seed and my word. I'm just going to be honest. Like I told you, I had I had a notice on my door the other day. I sow because I'm going to send you something too, because seed time and harvest, if you ain't sowing, then how you get a harvest? I don't care if it's a dollar. See, sometimes we look at an amount in sowing and the widow's might, when she gave all she have, that's what God honored. When the widow, he told her to go get oils, that what God honored. Sometimes it ain't about the amount. It's just the fact that you have the heart to do it. That you just have the heart to do it. Might be that all you got is a dollar fifty-two. Stop thinking your little seed ain't enough seed. <laughs> when I started out sowing, I just never went before God empty. I just never went before God empty. If my nonprofit organization had five thousand people give one dollar a month, one dollar a month. If my nonprofit organization had five thousand people give one dollar a month, I will change. The lives of sickle cell patients. One dollar a month. LMJ Ministries, the same thing. If LMJ Ministries had five thousand people give one dollar a month, five thousand dollars a month would change the people that I serve. It will change the capacity of how I serve. So don't think it's about the amount of seed you bring. Bring something to the altar. Think of bring something, partner. Lord, I'm gonna believe you. I got five dollars. I'm giving you a month. I'm a tithe. Always tithe. But I'm going to give $5 a month, even if it's $5 into five different ministries. I've heard so many stories on people who have just given what they could, a dollar, five dollars, and it's blessed even their heritage or their lineage. A lady was telling me her mom sold $1 a month off her pension and she reaped the benefits of it later. So I just don't not sow. I don't not tithe. I don't not sow. So I'm just telling you $1. Stop thinking it's about the amount. People be like, somebody asked for $25. No. And then do what I do. Draft it out your account. I draft it out my account. And I sow before anything. I don't go before the Lord empty handed. And I've watched him time and time again be faithful to what I have. Bring your tithes, of course. And then after you bring your tithes, take your uh, uh, offering, your dollar, your whatever. I got a friend. I got, I mean, tithe. There's just, it's the thing. And it'll bless you. I promise you would just because you've dedicated and set that part and ask God for the amount to sow in this year. Thank you for asking for clarity. Ask God for the amount. So that's just how I live. That's a, thank you. I don't know how to be no other way. That's what I'm just telling you. A dollar, five dollars, two dollars. I'm, I got somebody right now that I'm watching her sow her way, sow her way, sow her time, sow her way into blessings. She uh told me last week, she said, you see how much hair I did? Did you see how much hair I did? She just been sewing her way. It's working for her. Every time she turns around, she get new clients, new people. She got a system that's working for her. So just ask the Lord. He'll show you. But pray that for the new year. We're getting ready to pray. Um, 
for healing for C. diff colitis that fell in my spirit at one o'clock in the morning. One o'clock in the morning. Uh, yeah, that's good, Kim, for a sowing consistent spirit. A sowing consistent spirit. Don't ever stop sowing. Don't ever stop sowing. If, if you ain't got enough, sometimes that seed is don't eat your seed, sow your seed. So $5 a month if you your budget is so tight. So $5 a month into a fertile ministry. And I promise you, God is going to multiply and increase. I promise you that. It doesn't got to be a certain amount. So $5 a month. Stop thinking it's about how much. That's what people are. You ain't going to get no blessing unless you sold $25. Nah, God looks at the heart of the individual, your stewardship, your time, and whether you tithe and just get that mentality in your head. I live off my seed and the word of God. I live off. That's how I live. I'm telling you, I do. I wouldn't be able to do what I do because faith, it, it's hard to live in faith. It's hard to live in faith. It, it used to be hard. It's easier now because I've watched the blessing of God follow me. So let's pray. We're going to pray for healing. This morning, the Lord gave me, I was picking my mom up. It was 1.30 in the morning from the airport. And and do, yeah, somebody said, and do it cheerfully. Do it cheerfully. Um, my, my, uh, this, this fell into my spirit and it's C. diff colitis. Don't know who it's for, but we standing in gap. We standing in a gap for C. diff colitis, a uh, colostrium difficile colitis. Um, the Lord put that in my spirit, told me to pray against it. I don't know who it is. I don't know who it's for. It don't matter. Could be people all over the world. Um, you have to be treated with antibiotics, but we're going to pray against. We're going to pray against this. We're going to cancel the assignment of C. diff off life off the life of anybody we're connected to when you stand in the gap on here you stand in the gap for everybody you connected to everybody on your timeline everybody in your sphere of any influence everybody on your instagram we're standing in the gap for them for c diff this morning Father, we thank you for your healing power. We thank you for your healing power. Holy Ghost, we thank you for all you are in our lives. We thank you, healer. We thank you, Father God, for your healing benefits. We thank you, Father God, that you were bruised for our iniquities, that you were chastised for our peace. Father God, we thank you for your holy power. We thank you, Father God, and we pray against, Father God. We bind it back to the gates of hell, see difficult, Lord God, whoever has been touched or affected by it, or it's been trying to come against their body. We cancel the assignment of the enemy off their life. We uproot that manner of sickness, Father God, right now out their stomach, out their intestines, out their colon, and we command and declare today in the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus, that by his stripes, they are healed and made whole. See, difficult, you come up out that body and you go back to the gates of hell to which you belong. We thank you, Father God, for the healing power, ministering angels in the hospital, Lord God ministering angels in the hospital, touching the body, touching the colon, touching the intestines. Father God, no manner of infection can live in the body. No manner of infection can live in the body. We thank you, Jesus. You've already worked it out. We bind it back to the pits of hell. We cut it off. We lacerate it. We loose it. Be gone, see, difficult right now. Mm, 
We thank you, Lord God. And we declare that the government opened back up miraculously. All the strife division, miraculously. I'll only say with the Father that the government opened back up miraculously. In Jesus' name, amen. In Jesus' name, amen. Father, we thank you for a right now word. We thank you for a healing, your healing power. We thank you for your healing power. Jesus, we thank you for what is already done. We thank you for going in the hospitals. We thank you for right now. We thank you, Lord God. We thank you that their colon is no longer, no longer, Lord God. We thank you, Father God for healthy colons, healthy stomachs, Lord God. We thank you, Father God. We bind every principality back to the gates of hell from which it came. And we thank you for victory. We thank you, Lord God. We thank you for miracle signs and wonders. We thank you for miracle signs and wonders. We thank you. For those of y'all that work in the hospital setting, you go with this anointing and this grace on you and you speak to see difficult. You speak against it. Don't just accept it as is what it is because it's the prognosis or diagnosis. You lay your hands on your patients and you command them to be healed in the name of Jesus. We thank you, Lord God, from a power that's only on high. Man, I only do what I see my father doing. It's not about Lakeisha. My God, I only do what I see my father doing. We thank you, Lord God. We signs and wonders. We thank you, Lord God. I love y'all. I love y'all so much. I love y'all. Go get connected on the website. Go get connected on the website. We're going to be off on Monday morning. I want my team to get some rest. We'll be right back here January. We're going to be talking about kingdom culture and concepts and principles. We'll share an older devotional on Monday for you to tap into, upload it also on podcast. Don't forget, we're going to JoyNet Radio. You better go get this JoyNet app because guess what's going to happen on JoyNet? I'm going to be able to take prayer requests and call from you, calls from you. But the only reason you'll be able to hear the dialogue or the conversation is that you're connected to JoyNet. So I'm super, super excited. You'll be able to talk to me in the studio, um, but you'll only be able to do it. So go get the JoyNet radio app. Get ready for what's coming. I love y'all so much. Pray for your vision. Pray for me. Y'all pray for me. Y'all pray for me this weekend. Y'all pray for my restoration. Y'all pray this has been a long year. Y'all pray my ministry get blessed. Y'all pray I got some, I got a vision inside me to, I got a vision inside me to preach the gospel throughout the world. And I, I, I can't do that without you. I covet your prayers. I covet your partnership. I cover who you are. I mean, I just love you so much. Thank y'all for rocking with me all year long. Thank y'all for rocking with me all year long. That's a big, do you know we were in 10 countries this year? 10 countries this year. We were in 10 countries this year. So thank y'all for rocking with me all year long. I love y'all so, so much. I'll see you guys back the first, on the first, January 1st with the word from the, oh, okay, Holy Spirit on the second. So we'll be off Monday and Tuesday. I'll see y'all back here on the second with a word from the Lord. I'm grateful for all God is going to do for us. Keep lifting us up. Uh, thank you, Contessa. Keep lifting us up. And I see, uh, thank you, Coach Rob. I'll see y'all back here after the first. Pray for your vision. Pray for us. Love, peace, and blessings.
Rizm, I'm just me. But I'm going to obey God and give you what the Lord is saying. Mm -hmm. I believe in this time and this hour. And it really goes along with what Apostle has been preaching about what work, especially on Wednesday nights, right? Are we doing it? Were you doing it uh, Wednesday and Sundays? Mm -hmm. I think you deviated a little bit. No, you went, you went to the blue light inspection. Thank you for tuning into our podcast. If you would like more information about LMJ Ministries, log on to LakeishaMJohnson.com today.